0: Back to the National's Modern. I'm your host Alex Kessler here with two two co-hosts. I'm collecting, I'm adding more. I'm, this is I've gone past the point where I just have a Pidgey, which is Ben, and now I have a Caterpie and a, and a, uh, I did some grinding and got that one Pikachu in that first area. So, <laughs> you Joel and Carson, you can decide which one of you is Pikachu, and which one of you is Caterpie. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> I'm the fat
1: Pikachu from the TCG card, like that specific art. <laughs>
2: I don't want to be a caterpie. <laughs> be a butterfree. <laughs> I I will accept butterfree.
0: There was oh uh, there was something oh what it was a TikTok that described someone in some I think maybe it's One
2: Piece as a caterpie. We also have like, enough like, XP that like I'm definitely not. Still a Caterpie anymore, if I That's was fair. a Caterpie. Well, well, no, I'm still I'm grinding. I haven't gone into Brock yet,
0: all right? We haven't even hit a rock. We haven't got, got a badge. This is bad, pre-badge podcasting. So, <laughs> that tangent. Okay. So, hi, Joel and Carson. Anyway. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Oh. Um, uh, Good to be back. their 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 Twitter handles are below their names. You should you should follow them. They're both great. They're great follows. Uh, Carson has been on the podcast a few times, and, and this is Joel's first time joining. Uh, and uh, today we're having a, a wonderful conversation about you know there's a lot of universes beyond product being added, uh, and a lot of experimentation on like what worlds can appear within a magic set. And even there uh, was some leaked content from a from a poll that we'll talk about in a second uh, as well. Um, that's not like leaked magic cards, which we want to talk about, but it's more like leaked possible ideas for future sets that I think is worth worth uh, having a conversation about um, and uh, secret layers and, and et cetera. And, and so uh, Joel Carson are here to talk about that before we get started. do want to do some a few shout outs. First off... Um, Big uh, shout out to our sponsor uh, channel Fireball. Uh, if you can, if you want to buy cards, magic cards. First off, congratulations to them. Uh, they, they they are recently in the middle of a merger with TCG Player. Um, our previous affiliate code person, so we'll figure that out. But in the meantime, still uh, definitely make sure to check out the channel Fireball website and their storefront. Uh, if you use the code the mmcast at checking out, it benefits us. They they shout us out. They like they, they like us more and we want them to like us and you want them to like us and we want you to like them so everyone can like each other. So please use, uh, if you want to buy some cards, buy them from there. They have really sweet options and a really cool storefront. Beyond that, big shout to Ultra Bro. Thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast as well. Now, As all podcasts on YouTube and other platforms need, there's a time and place where you have to like, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and now's that time. But we like to play a little game, and it's a little game that involves magic trivia. And uh, sometimes, now, we don't have one from them today, but if you want to provide trivia questions, you can join our patron to do so. That's one of the options you can. Any patron can submit trivia questions that we use on the podcast, so make sure to check that out uh, as well. Um, But for the trivia question today, the way it's going to work is I'm going to ask Joel and Carson a trivia question. It's going to be magic related. They're going to have to answer it. You guys have to answer it uh, in the comments. you got to comment that answer below because uh, hopefully they'll hem and hot. Hopefully they don't just like blurt it out <clears throat> and give you time to answer your comments. Then uh, we'll give the answer. If you got it right, uh, you don't have to do anything. You got it right. Congratulations. But if you got it wrong, uh, you have to hit that like and subscribe button. That's the rules. You just by hearing me say it. Uh, obligated to yourself to this game and you have no choice, uh, but to deal. Um, so the way this review is going to work is going to be a little bit different because we do have two guests. So, uh, in, uh, we're going to do prices right rules, But basically I'm going to, uh, ask for a number. Uh, you want to get as close to the correct number without going over, um, between the two of you and then chat, you have to, you have to have fun as well. Um, and, chat- the and it's going to be, it's going to be up there for the set. Uh, so in, uh, in Magic, until very recently, and and in reality, mostly still still true. There has only been one set in Magic to incorporate guns, and that was Portal: of The Second Age. How many cards in Portal: of The Second Age had guns?
2: Um,
0: you want a coin flip to go first, so, so we don't we don't we don't uh. No, I, I, I
1: have no idea, so I'm just gonna guess. But like, what constitutes a gun? Because I know there's like
0: that artifact. So like, of, so like if, bazooka. If we, that's yeah. why I'm specifying in Portal. uh in this set, because because you're right. If it was, if it was, um, any any set, there's like weird. You know, like Garblin Sharpshooter in a secret layer has a gun, right? So mm-hmm. that not it, the only. Imp- for the most part, as far as black border goes, until literally this year, uh, and not including promos, the only set to have, have shown guns in Magic was Portal Second Kingdom uh, or Second Age or whatever. How many cards in that set have guns?
1: Uh, you you can go first, Carson. That's uh...
2: Um, how many how many cards are in the set? Are, are we uh, allowed to know that before we guess?
0: I will I will I will see if I can find I can I can find that out. I can I can give you that information. There are 165 cards.
2: And that was the last set to incorporate guns into the art. Let's see mm.
0: outside like like there's unglued cards, right? Like there's BB sure. gun is a card and there's cannons and like pirate ships. Yeah, at some we, point, yeah. But
2: we don't we don't need to get into like what constitutes a gun
0: like when you look at the cards um, here there's like it's it's got a flip, it's, it's a muzzle if it, people it's are shooting very clearly
2: a gun <clears throat> i am gonna say out of 165 cards i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 45 i'm gonna say about a quarter of them have guns
0: okay all right joel
1: uh its price is right, and I wanted you to go first because I'm gonna say one dollar Bob. Just
0: one card <laughs> forty six. <laughs> <laughs> right, so now that we have all the locked in, we have forty-five and one. Uh please comments below. Uh put a new number. Uh and uh um I was gonna put the Jeopardy theme song, I forgot but uh all right, we have the answer. It is 20 cards. There are 20 Ooh. cards uh with illustrations containing gun in the set portal. Uh, kingdoms of them I don't believe any of them are super well-known cards
2: I saw one Uh, in a tweet today and I was like
0: okay there are some night stalkers uh so that 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 if you if you if you had if you were if you had under 20 you uh you're 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 good but if you had over you have to put you have to put uh you have to hit that like and subscribe button um so, yeah, so so obviously with Secret Layers and Universes Beyond, with stuff like Stranger Things, stuff like um, the two different Lord of the Rings sets, we've had alternative art stuff like Godzilla and the Arcane set we have uh, just announced. We had the Fortnite alternate skin cards announced and the Street Fighter uh, straight-to-game to cards and uh, released, previewed, so we know what both of those are going to look like. We also have and I think people can already have bought the Street Fighter ones. I got to see them at a licensing expo in person. They're really, really cool. Uh, you have um, the Lord of the Rings set coming out next year, and then on the other side of that coin, with all of these other properties being out of the Magic, Magic has also decided to just really broaden what is considered kind of a fantasy plane, right? With both uh, uh, Neon Kamigawa and uh, New capena we have two sets that are much closer to sci-fi or modern day, or at least contemporary presentations of, of the world, where New capena was, or, you know, turn of the century New York um, or, or Gothic cities in Chicago, New York, etc. cetera. Um, and...
2: Very you Batman know, the Animated Series.
0: Very Batman the Animated Series. And and, and New Capenna, or not New Capenna, uh, uh Nia was set in ostensibly a matrix-y type of situation. And um there's a lot of conversations recently on like how how much do these um incorporated outside of the classic magic feel universe. Good, bad, indifferent. And obviously for everyone listening, we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments, but uh, I brought Carson John because Carson Carson is, is either going to be mildly or uh, aggressively anti
2: uh, all of this future tech uh, being incorporated in the game. Uh, Yeah. So I've, I've gone on record saying that I'm uh, I am pretty uh, not comfortable with the aesthetic direction that magic is taking recently um i was pretty vocal about in new capenna i think i did not want to see like i didn't want to see tommy guns i didn't want to see cadillacs i didn't want to see a lot of the stuff that a lot of the visual tropes of that style of that uh that noir genre i didn't like obnixilis in his uh pinstripe suit armor whatever you want to call it that uh like it's just it it just doesn't fit with my, the picture in my head of like what fits inside magic. A lot of people are, are able to expand that a lot more freely than I am. And, uh and then in Kamigawa, we got a lot of vehicles that were just Gundams. I'm like, wow, this set is really anime and it, uh, I don't know how okay I am with it. So,
0: so I guess, I guess one question I have because I don't think – I think people – agree. there's a level of magic player that does agree with you, right? That there, there has right. been a decision to extrapolate out of Dungeons & Dragons, not – I mean, literally now that we're incorporating Dungeons & Dragons in the format, but Dungeons & Dragons Tolkien-esque fantasy worlds with unique right. spins based on cultural, you know, where it's like a Theros or an Innistrad that was a much, you know, um, more gothic fantasy, but still, still pre, like –
2: Technologically limited – yeah. Like uh, Kaladesh, for for example, I thought was an acceptable bend where like they had electricity and they had things that resembled cars, but they were magicified enough. But then in New Capenna, they were just like, it's called a jalopy. It's a car. It's literally just a car and you have to deal with that. And I'm like so uh, I, I guess
0: that, that's where I was going to kind of go next, too, is like, w- yeah, you know, with Kaladesh, I don't like there are mechs in Kaladesh, right? The Gearhulks were ostensibly mechs and there was right. science fairs and and it was there was magic to it. But there was also a lot of like, you and, know, mechanical logic to it. There was vehicles, there was drag racers. Um, and and then, you know, uh, often when you talk to Wizards employees and you point like, oh, sci-fi elements haven't really been in the game, like mirrored, it exists. And, yep. and Esper exists. And Mirrodin is like all robots they, all the time.
2: So a few years back, they sent out a survey that was like, would you be okay? How okay would you be with all of these aesthetic things in magic? And one of them was like cyborgs. And I was like, oh, well, Tezzeret has a magical mechanical arm is ostensibly a cyborg. So that that makes sense. That's okay. If you showed me a like a T-800 skeleton from Terminator that just breaks immersion. That's not something that fits within what I see as magic. Right. So like there's, you recognize that there's a gap between like Tezzeret and his mechanical arm or magicified mechanical arm. And just like Arnold Schwarzenegger with a metal skull.
0: I mean, we can talk about secret layers in a second, but I mean like that, (laughs) that literal character I mean as a trope is back in, but like on both ends right like the ferixians and what they're doing right now are a terminator what what they're right. like the way that they're using portals is that this portal it's all, I guess it's reverse terminator where it doesn't let flesh through so they get to mm-hmm. show up as just their mechanical selves that like regrows regrows all of the living flesh of their body but terminators so- have existed in magic like uh, like and I, I, I also don't want like you're you picked an example, and it just happens that this example is maybe not the perfect one. Because terminators as a concept in magic are a thing, right? Like we've had yes. that basic like but the
2: whole the whole argument about this thing is is an aesthetic one where like there's a way to do terminators that works if you can develop the aesthetic in a way that fits. The mat fits the magic brand, which again, the whole argument is that that's broadening, and how okay are we with that? Yeah, sure, um, sure.
0: And 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 I think I think that as an example is maybe like I think I think the car one, right? If there is a there is now a taxi in Magic: The Gathering,
2: literally right, just that, like a yellow taxi. There is a there are computer
0: chips uh, yep. in Magic: The Gathering with, on New Capenna, and that is significantly larger of leaps towards modern day than magic has had. Um, and one thing I will, will say that, that I, like almost on an interesting level, and Kamigawa did this very well, is time does move forward. Right? Mm-hmm. And as time moves forward, technology moves forward. And Kamigawa specifically showed like, oh, there's a thousand years between the last time we were here and now. If you look at any society that we have any frame of reference in the real world for, that was like at that level that they were at in Kamigawa, and then at a thousand years, you have computer chips. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah that, so
2: that is yeah that that is a good point that justifies that chronologically. Yeah, it's, well, it's a weird...
0: whole like like Urza's over a thousand years ago. Nicol Bolas is over a thousand years ago. Nicol Bolas uh, showing no. up for the first time. He's been around for like ten thousand years.
2: <laughs> and, and another thing is like. Uh, I guess this is a little bit more flimsy because it it's equally sci-fi and magic. But like time travel, time heists. They had a time heist in Avengers Endgame, spoiler alert from two years ago. But they also had a time heist in Tarkir Block. Where where? Yeah. uh But I think those, that was
0: that was done, and I agree with there that, that they did a very good at making that a magical thing. It was like the spiritual yeah. husk of a dragon was able to connect you to the past through magic to be able to go do that thing versus. That was
2: definitely like, while I was saying it, I realized, Oh, that actually works just fine in both sci-fi and magic yeah time travels because it. it doesn't because it doesn't work in real life <laughs> it, it is magical it's just the only difference is how how you try to explain it in the world that you're using it
0: yeah and and yeah. even like like most magical most science fiction that uses time travel waves away the logic of it with magic because there's no actual way it works
2: <laughs> and, and i would argue that most uh IPs that try to explain how it works are much worse for it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's that's kind of why I think Kaladesh was so good, though. Because, like, it has a mechanic, the energy mechanic of, like, explaining how all of that stuff worked. That's why, like, Kaladesh to me was so cool and fine about it. I think if Nuka Penna had some type of mechanic associated as to why they were at this technology level, Because like Kamigawa has reconfigure and all this other like mechanical stuff built in, and that's why it can absorb it as magic. Whereas like Nukapena, I'm kind of in your your field with that. Nukapena was like we got mob stuff, and all of the stuff has to do with families, and there's no explanation of it. There's just like angels that are there to explain away things. But I think Kaladesh was like we got energy; it makes this thing. And this is why we're in this golden age. And then Kamigawa also was like, we have grown and modified and we can reconfigure and become better. So like having a computer chip kind of made sense to me, I guess. But that might come down to, I guess, a part of the discussion of like, what is sci-fi to you? Because they I think nowadays in libraries, they slap sci-fi on like sort of truth and Lord of the Rings has a sci-fi sticker on
0: it. Well, I mean, I, I think like there, there's an argument that sci-fi and fantasy is the same genre, right? Because like the 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 like base level nerd philosopher point is that Star Wars is a fantasy movie series, not a sci-fi movie series, right? Because like,
2: right. yes, yeah, there's I, I was gonna say
0: and guns, but also like there's space
2: wizards and they fight with swords. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just high fantasy with like a space theme painted over it. Yeah, yeah. So I,
0: I do yeah. think. I, I, I
2: agree I agree that it's it's it's
0: new territory, right? Like, it, it definitely... But I, I also, like, I love magic exploring tropes in the way that magic can explore tropes. I think, like, Wizards, oh. to me... I know this is not necessarily true for everyone, uh, but Wizards, to me, has more often done a good job at, like, picking a genre and then exploring how their mechanics would function within it. And I think that what we got out of you Nihan know, Kamigawa in regards to... Um, that kind of sci-fi, dystopian sci-fi, what we got out of um, Nuka Pena, what we got out of Theros, what we got out of Innistrad have all been like really, really exciting to see them play with those tropes. Honestly, my bigger complaints for Nuka Pena and Neon Kamigawa is uh, more about the fact that they're only one set, right? Like I wish we got yeah. two sets for each of those. Um, more more so ironically, not ironic, maybe ironically, but uh, with Nuka Pena, just because like, the story feels so small there because you set up the problem and then a card layer, you've resolved the problem in the same pack. <laughs> Versus, yeah. you know, historically these stories were told over blocks where like, you know, you have three sets to say like, here's the problem in the first set. Second says set like, here's why this problem's a problem. Third says, and like, this is how we solve the problem. Now it's like, here's everything at once. And it's one of the reasons I think actually the commander decks should be resolution themed. This is a little bit of a tangent, but it like with, cause now within sets you have the commander product release and the regular product release and the preview season do happen separately. And I think it would be interested to allow the main set releases be the world building sets. And then those commander products be the ending so that there is a little bit of that two punch. If you're going to be stuck on these planes only for a second. Yeah. So I guess, Maybe a question for Carson would
1: like say we had burned a a whole nother set on Nuka Penna and they fleshed out like more of a a Genesis story to the world, giving you some some backstory to it. Would that have maybe like made it more easily digestible instead of just like boom, cars out the gate? I. Because arguably Kaladesh has the same thing, but I think. The whole like energy mechanic and Sahili being there and that explanation of that world and how it functioned. And I think the callback to like Chandra, there's already history there. I think if maybe the set was more fleshed out and gave you, an I example think that of was how part it works. of it.
2: I also think uh, visually it was a lot more distinct from stuff that we have in real life. Kaladesh was compared to Nuka Penna, where Nuka right. was just like it's literally just a car from the 1930s on a magic card. Cause I think
1: arguably Ravnica could also do the same thing. They're like futuristic steampunk kind of mixture based on the vast amount of TTRPG research I've had to do. You got, you have like electricity, plumbing, you can get a coffee, but there's no cars there because there's rage beasts running through the streets. Like it's that balance Because I I think I would agree with you that uh like if I look up sci-fi there's a picture of the Enterprise if we had a Star Trek set I would probably maybe that's that's a little outside my purview
0: but if we're we're talking about like it's it's an unset but we're going we're going to space this year we're supposed to be going to space this month like the reason this fall is gonna feel this entire year is gonna feel very weirdly like busy and then like a two month period of no content is because. Infinity was delayed, but we're, we're about to go to the Star Trek set, right? Like that's, that's yeah. the next theme. I think yeah. them like bookending
1: that with an unset, I think is a good way to like cap their uh, span of what they're talking about. Cause again, with tabletop RPGs and D and D for me, you've got a fantasy realm. You've got people who can be gunslingers. Uh, there's literally a vehicle and a mech in D and D the return of Spelljammer and, like, doing space adventures within fantasy. If you've listened to, like, Adventure Zone, there's, like, a whole arc about them doing that kind of mixture stuff. And I think that's cool because it's believable and you have, like, a background to it. Uh, Which is why, for me, someone who knows nothing about, uh, like, Warhammer coming up, the only thing I know about Warhammer is that the orcs believe really hard in Orc Jesus, and that's how their ships fly. And that's kind of, like ridiculous to me but i can take that but i i'm apprehensive about that set because that's pushing that like star trek how how science-y
0: sure i, I guess i guess i, I think one other th- I, I, one question i have is is do you feel like New pena maybe was a step over the line and, and maybe kamigawa as well partially because those tropes are more familiar than like because it was both modern and as well as extraordinarily familiar tropes,
2: but versus. By by familiar, do you mean well-known or do you mean like close to real life? Both. Uh, I think the closeness to real life is a big part of it. Um, But if, uh, if one of the editors wants to pull up the card arc splitter from streets of new Capenna, uh, that's just a Tommy gun made of lightning.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, but that's still kind of like I could see somebody, a, a gunslinger and like a and d campaign, rip that out of a dungeon and like, all right, let's see and roll this and see if my thing explodes. But also it's a cool magic item.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, but but I, but yeah. I do
1: agree the like real life or the history as a supporting pillar. Like, I don't and know specifically how specifically the recent
2: history. I I think is a big part of it or like um, the, the Gundam parts of, uh, of Kamigawa. And I guess like the evolution sense makes it make more sense where like that is a logical conclusion to the thousand year time jump. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah. I think, I think the nostalgia of the set is probably like a good supportive pillar for them to take. If you have nostalgia and a previous Kaiju set, to take a step towards Gundams. I think that's a cool support to where they can like push their boundaries. And then Nuka Pen is like, Hey, we have some old characters and some history we kind of know about. And then we're going to take that bound into like cars and other weird stuff.
0: It it makes the jump less comfortable, I guess. Well, so, so like, Cause there's a lot of things in new Capenna that don't have this problem, right? Like the ca- like right. the cabaretty vibe, like that whole world, um, gangsters in a, in a fantasy city of skyscrapers. Like that's all stuff that could exist in high fantasy without too much effort. Um, yeah. where, so, of- so, the, so the line is almost just the equipment. It's the guns and the, the outfit the and, technology. The and the technology and yeah. the, and, and the, and the cars versus anything else. But could you do that set without those things? Like, is it worth, is it worth doing in the first place? But,
2: um, and that part of this, uh, do we want to, I can't remember the name of the, what's the contraband substance in New Capenna? Halo. Halo. Uh, I think Halo was a big misstep where like, you have to have something that is similar to Halo or other substances but they spent way too much time talking about what Halo wasn't. That that became the focus of the conversation, and and that that's also another thing that like I don't think you can have an effective gangster story without something like Halo, and I think that was a big ball drop with New Penna. So,
0: and this is kind of well, I mean, I I think we've had this conversation. I feel like we had this conversation on this podcast, but I'm hey, I'm you. a big I'm I was like. I'm a big proponent for halo existing in the franchise. And I understand why wizards Hasbro corporate who sells a card game that they tell Walmart and target is for children has to be a little bit weird with it. But the like pearl clutching from the magic community about either the fact that they like knew why Hasbro was doing that corporate thing. And they also like, like spice exists in Dune and star Wars. Like Han Solo is a drug runner, like actively. Oh yeah. (laughs) So like, from my perspective, the like, then I'm going to call it Pearl Clutchy, but because there was some of that and some of it was more just poking fun at it. Um, Like a, a set set in this time period, having a illicit substance that people are trading. And then that substance in the show being magical totally makes sense for me. The only misstep was that one two store letter flyer, which wasn't even supposed to be public saying like, Hey, don't serve alcohol at your (laughs) pre-releases, but feel free to like do candy or other things on theme. And like the small yeah. joke that it was Angel Dust, but even then, like, I feel like that has more of a problem with the fact that the whole set was presented all at once than it has to do with anything else.
2: Yeah, I wasn't really objecting to them using Halo uh or you know, whatever you wanted they wanted to call the contraband substance, uh but the amount of gymnastics they had to do to say that like it is this illicit substance that has these effects and is, um, is heavily regulated and is there's bootleggers and all that crap. All of the uh, the typical gangster tropes that you would, mm-hmm. you're familiar with around prohibition and whatnot. Um, but also, it's it's not any of that for for the purposes of advertising. <laughs> was yeah. uh, it was interesting to watch. And um,
1: I I think that whole bit kind of maybe loosened. It's like fictional setting. It's fictional placeholder because again, to harken back to like Ravnica, I could see this whole set maybe tinged a little bit differently happening in Ravnica. But if you're going to bring up an illicit substance, like take responsibility for it and run for it. Because when that leg's wobbly You can feel that whole set kind of like lose its its balance, and I think that's maybe the disconnect there.
2: I'm not super I haven't seen Dune yet, so I'm not gonna talk about that. But in Star Wars, in all of the live action stuff that I can think of, I'm a little shaky on the like Han Solo movie itself. They don't talk about what Spice does or what it is. It's just a thing that is illegal that is smuggled. It's usually talked about in a smuggling sense, sure, but like in Lord of the Rings,
0: they get high and drink copious amounts of alcohol. I mean, it's just alcohol too. They're like the amount of alcohol drinking and fantasy content is um, right significant. But (laughs)
2: they 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 own it. They don't put a disclaimer before the movie that's like, you know, don't don't serve alcohol at your Lord of the Rings premiere. (laughs) Sure,
0: sure, sure. (laughs) And and, and I I do think like your point about Ravnica is also really interesting because it, once again, I think that has more to do with the like, the failings of the plot of the set, like this world exists because of they want to do a New York themed gangster set fine th- yep. to have a new york themes gangster set you want to have halo be ball. you know you th- there needs to be a smuggled out, uh, thing going I there think- needs to be illicit contraband for there to be illicit actions um yes. and I
2: think, I think halo would have been successful if they had put it in a story and demonstrated the effects and the illicitness and if they hadn't done an article about here's what halo isn't which which th- which,
0: which to my point, they did do that they a letter that they sent to pre to stores that were going to do pre-releases telling them the guidelines of what they're allowed and not allowed to do got leaked on the not leaked on the internet but got posted on the internet right so uh, uh, like you're, you're right but uh, in a way that is like
2: on the wizards website as part of the world building campaign for new Capenna, they were like, halo, does this stuff is not this stuff? rather than and that was only
0: after that was only after that got posted on the internet oh, and it, they had to play after? they had to play like like
2: back
0: gotcha. and forth ball because like if you open a pack of magic cards halo is what halo is right there's nothing in a right. pack that you buy or right now if you go to any event moving forward if you interact on New Pen in any way halo is very obviously alcohol made out of angels <laughs> that is worthwhile for powering magic <laughs> um yeah. I think, I if, think it's, if, uh, if anything, I think I remember early on there was a Halo is not going to be like energy, where it's not a like secondary resource; it's just an in-story resource, which is fine because energy was a mechanic that is maybe unbalanceable. <laughs> in,
2: in, introducing new resources has proven difficult to do well in the past. Yeah, just just uh, make it a
1: treasure; it'll
2: be fine. It's fine. It's totally uh, but yeah,
1: I, I think I understand where you're coming from now with the suspension of disbelief is usually your mind can fill in the gaps of where things need to be but when someone restricts what your imagination is supposed to be that's like that skit of hey guys we're an improv group give us a suggestion <laughs> but not X, Y, or Z thing
0: like you're kind I of I know exactly
2: what you're going to be talking about it, well, but that, it, I
0: don't think that issue has anything to do with cabs and guns showing up in magic either right like like yes that's a problem specifically with halo but yeah that that was that's not an issue of kamigawa at all right there's nothing on that set where they're like and there there are still gundams on it that that maybe are a step too far for the record i mean i I love all of this i want magic to do like i would love to do i would love to
2: see magic star trek and then that 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 is very pro every single ip being absorbed into magic Yeah, I'm a give me Super Smash Brothers the card game. Uh, <laughs> right, let me
1: let me then push back some ground. Uh, maybe it's just the millennial in me and the dislike for Zoomers, but I'm I'm not a fan of the uh,
0: Fortnite stuff. I don't I don't think that's well. But that's do you funny. like? Since okay, so that's secret secret. As, as a segue to what I wanted to bring us to next. Let's talk secret layers. <laughs> I think Perfect I think segue. secret layers.
1: Them being a reskinned of the card is okay, but if we had a whole set for
0: Fortnite, that's that's a bit much for me, dog. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, we are gonna have a whole Warhammer set. We've had two Lord of the Two Dungeons and Dragons uh, sets. We've had Stranger Things, Street Fighter, and those are the main Walking and, Dead and, and and Walking Dead, and all six have different levels of like. There are people that don't. You know, Walking Dead. I would argue has more vehemently people against it than people being like fortnite is cringe right yeah and I think that was I think a mechanical what,
2: thing yeah walking dead had a lot, had a lot of problems um most oh, of no, which have walking, I'm, been. I'm
0: more referring to because because the walking dead has the same mechanical problem that stranger things and street fighter have right the the it's more of the content of the property that i, I was saying was saying people have an issue with um, oh yeah that's true. which like on the bounce back, frictions exist in magic, and they do very horrifying things to people. Uh, the 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 next one being, you know, Stranger Things and and Street Fighter. Street, Street Fighter are bringing in like like if I don't care about like I, I guess my point is like nothing in the Fortnite one is requiring you to play Fortnite, interact with cards or buy those cards. But by having another player have those cards, does that take you out of the experience?
1: Not not really, since it, since it's just a three skinned secret layer one off and those cards can appear somewhere else as a different card, that's not a big deal to me because I can jump back to the original.
0: Okay, and, and I guess I guess before we continue I do, I do how do we just like one sentence, how do you, each of you feel about outside IP being in secret layers as not just three skinned cards but as brand new cards that exist exclusively as those characters?
2: I'll go first. You I don't think, have to answer uh, on the spot if you don't want to, but <laughs> I, I will say uh, I'm very I'm okay with it as long as there is a commitment to, um, like an in Magic universe printing in the near future. So, like the turnaround on the Stranger Things stuff was what, like six months? Less la- a la- year
0: b- between actual arrival of the actual product and the cards being in packs. It was like a month. I think it was, it was even sooner than that. Right.
2: Yeah. So that, that would be an acceptable turnaround on that. Um, so yeah, as, as long as there's like a, not stranger things version that I can buy reasonably soon, then Control. thumbs up. Yeah. Okay that's,
1: that's kind of where I'm at with the walking dead and those only being available there. It's kind of like whack for people being able to like get a hold of those. But like when I saw Zangief and the Street Fighters, I whirlwind slammed that buy button and they're like, you know, it's going to show up later. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but I want a big Russian bear guy to like beat people up. That's so cool. And then I later my... you can have that
0: card and that's cool. Well, yeah. and, and I guess so. So just as we're all you saying tweeted I recently about this, uh, I hate the magic versions of those cards.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, now, OK, have, walk,
2: walk, walk us yeah, through yeah. that.
0: Yeah, so uh, I currently hate how the Stranger Things versions of the Magic cards were done. Can I think that there's a way to do it in a way that I don't hate? Absolutely. Having them be two separate cards with no mention on them other than SLD-004 on the bottom of the Innistrad one. uh, Having that then come out in Nukapenna, so Innistrad characters are randomly on Capenna, Having them all be relatively made up Innistrad characters, right? It's not like we got like cool references to other characters that we knew. So it was like, there's a headspace for a character that I don't even have. Cause I haven't played limited with this character. This character doesn't show up in the story. Uh, and then lastly, having uh, the, just like in every, not every databases, cause some of these are better than some, but they like, can't handle having these two cards be the same thing. So on the decked app, you can't even search Will the the Wise, or Eleven the the Mage. You have to, like, know the name of these Innistrad characters that I've never seen before to even find them in that app. That's not true of everyone. For instance, on Scryfall, you can search for one and the, the correct no, one will show up. But what the default one is, is not always true. And then if you look at like stuff like Spell Table, if you put in Will the Wise is my commander, it'll show up as your commander, the 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 black and white Inastrad character the whole the whole game so like i my brain hates that aesthetic now i think wizards realize that maybe like there's licensing issues here though and i think that's what their plan is moving forward but I, I like the skinning idea right i love the godzilla cards i have no problem with the godzilla cards having two different versions and having the name of the character underneath because by having the name of the character underneath like they did for Godzilla, King of the Monsters, right? The main one, the one that was a buy box. We still haven't gotten the card.
2: Dolortha Strength Incarnate.
0: Doesn't exist. I think it exists on Moto, uh, possibly, but or yeah. we've seen the arc for it.
2: We, we've but, yeah. seen the so arc. It might exist on Moto. It doesn't exist on Arena. It doesn't exist in a playable form on Arena, I should say. And, and it doesn't exist in paper. And...
0: Th- those layers to me bother me. If they were new Capena characters that showed up in new Capena, maybe it would be more okay. If they were, if they had the names of one side on one of the other cards, so I just, at least when I'm playing with my card, if I need to look up what that card is, I can see it on the card itself. Either be it on the secret layer one saying, yeah, on the secret layer version of um, Hawkins Lab, it said Havengel Laboratory in the, you know, the small secondary window i'd probably have less of an issue with it but as is the situation that we're in now i hate it <laughs> exactly. yeah i think what the the
1: arcane ones have like the the name of it below it right mm-hmm.
0: yeah Ar- arcane, all all of the yeah, fortnite does it. versions fortnite does it yeah. arcane does it godzilla did all, it um all the times
2: where they're uh in in an ip in a different ip but they're reprints they use okay. they show the name of the legal magic card that they're referencing. And, and I would but they the don't argument, do that when they're like pre printing.
0: The the two arguments I have against the like the secret layers are a gateway that makes it so these cards aren't available and they can't ever reprint. You're creating a new reserve list, blah 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 blah. Uh, three things. One, they're going to do this out of pack soon. Like the Lord of the Rings set is going to exist. And there's no way that they're going to reprint every single card in the Lord of the Rings set as a magic version. They can if one becomes too expensive, but they're not going to reprint all of them. Two, that's also true with the Warhammer set. Like that entire deck is going to be Warhammer cards. Maybe some of them are going to be either reskins or e- making it even more infathomably confusing. They're going to be just like, oh, Lightning Bolt makes sense both in Warhammer and Magic. So there's going to be the Warhammer right. Lightning Bolt, but it's not going to be a reskinned one or it's not going to be a secondary I mean- card that's different than the reprinted version. <laughs>
2: If I had to guess, I would just say that like at least half of each of those decks is just going to be magic cards with Warhammer art. Like, they just put Lightning Bolt in one of those decks. I that, don't that's my guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't guess. know. I have no idea. If they do, I, I will be I don't upset. Think, I don't think they're developing 500 brand new cards for the Warhammer decks. Well, I mean, they could 400, it. 400 for,
0: uh, Well, not yet, because it's not than that, right? It's, it's It's 60 times that many, but
2: yeah, because however many lands
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. show up in those think, I think we'll what, get like a soul ring, but it'll be, it'll be like I don't know anything about Warhammer, but it's going to be like the Same main thing. Warhammer MacGuffin, and it'll be like soul ring. <laughs> right. uh, Warhammer
2: guess, MacGuffin in brackets. But I guess um, before
1: I lose that thought, if they did a little story aside about each one of the Stranger Things characters to kind of like incorporate them in, would that have like clued you into being
0: more on board with them? That would be a step in the right direction. Uh, the fact that it's okay. a new Capenna
2: would be a step back, but that would be a step yeah. in the yeah. right direction. I think Having we'll them show up happens. in new Capenna packs was really weird. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, pretty much all of your criticisms are super fair about those cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens myself with
1: the Street Fighter ones, because with Stranger Things and all the seasons of stuff, I always saw their characters as them in the D and D game. So like when I see 11, the mage, I know that 11 is like the mage in their party in the the show. So for me, I didn't have to make that jump, but I can understand seeing those like Anistrad characters. You're like, who, who are you? And I guess my brain just kind of flipped to them
0: being their Like stranger things. Counterpart. Uh, yeah, th- those characters are more, take me more out of the, they're a more unit, not universe, but was the word you used earlier? Carson uh, uh, immersion breaking. Yeah. You know, those cards are more immersion breaking to me than the stranger things cards existing themselves. Cause it, it, the stranger things existing themselves are like, Oh yeah, that's what those are. Like I'm not, my brain can handle, Oh, they did this with cards. Those are cool cards. I also am fine with people having cool proxies that are star Wars characters, of regular card, whatever. Yeah. Versus the, you know, versus I have them Elmar Uvenwald informant feels like a like a magic fan fiction card <laughs> is I think my problem with them um, right. but the last the last point is there are more stranger things cards printed not more it, yeah there, this is true there are more stranger things cards printed than I believe any for sure mythic and I think even possibly rare modern horizons 2 card I know for sure that's true of the stranger uh, the the Walking Dead one stranger things one I don't know as well I would imagine that stranger things is more popular than Walking Dead um, but from the perspective of like rarity, Yes, you can't reprint them, and you—if and you had a Ragavan level tournament playable card in the Stranger Things set, that would be a problem. And sometimes, wizards, trusting wizards on that is maybe a mistake. But you mean uh, a,
2: you mean a, a Rick or a Glenn tournament playable card? <laughs> but they're, like rick is not
0: turning. i mean it sees play in a legacy first off legacy doesn't dictate card prices to like <laughs> also not a real i mean it's a real format love legacy legacy is really black.
2: long as you're never gonna find your post, you're gonna first through. folks legacy's not a real format
0: <laughs> it's not i i live in the second largest metropolis in the United States and in a top 10 metropolis in the world. And I have to drive an hour to get to a legacy tournament. If I'm lucky that have six people show up to it. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me crack all
1: four of my jeweled lotuses and doubling cube them. Cause it's legacy. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see if, if I get those street fighter cards and they don't have like the other card named underneath them, uh, I think you I think you have swayed me and I'm down to be on your side about if they reprint them and don't include that name
0: i I think uh, that's a solid point on that right and 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 I think for the next the problem on the other hand is that I, there's licensing agreements right and what wizard said to their like part of the licensing agreement for the street Fighter game and the thing and when they sold them on was your character will exist in our game and we won't have <laughs> the little skin name and it'll be an original character in our game. And and a wizard's got around it by being able to reprint this like shadow mirror version of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so that's, that's my version. personal complaint with that situation. Now, as far as like world breaking sides of it, you know, this conversation will be going on forever and it's going to be a big conversation once the Lord of the Rings set becomes like an active thing that we're getting previewed.
2: Um,
0: Aesthetically,
2: Lord of of the Rings is much closer to traditional magic aesthetic than uh, Star Trek or Prohibition New York City. Like, the biggest difference there is the characters that you're familiar with in the Lord of the Rings. But if you took, like, a store-brand Gandalf, that could just be a magic character. That could be Elminster. Elminster and Gandalf could be interchangeable aesthetically.
0: So, I also don't like Elminster. <laughs> if, like, like, honestly, I think like, the planeswalker, the D&D planeswalkers also like are my least favorite thing of all of this, of all of these type of things. Because like, planeswalkers are so specific to these like world planar characters that can show up in any story. I've had people be like, oh wait, is, is uh, Lotlith not a magic character? Like, oh, does she not? Sh-? Like, I've had yeah people is a the god instead I, I that was
1: also the first thing that hit me cuz when I saw D&D show up I'm like planeswalk is like a 7th level or plane shift is like a 7th level spell like some doofus like bobbert the goblin could like plane shift into like Ravnica and be like hey guys what's up oh there's Ralzeric like we're both just high level RPG mages and we just teleported there and it's no big thing
0: but, uh, but that, I, that, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, the specifics of how D and D handles it, but like, because there's also gods and yeah. magic, right? And they're creatures, <laughs> so
2: like and, that. And it's it's going to be weird in Lord of the Rings because like there's kind of yeah, there, yeah, yeah, like there's there's not really there's not really another plane. Like there kind of is because that's what the ring actually does. Is like it I, teleports you to an astral plane rather than just well, making think, you invisible. There is a, there's another plane right it's
0: the west it's like where everyone goes on boats it's where gandalf is from I think like
2: you could do there, There's Gandalf's another plane farm in, in in like terms of a surface but in in the world of Lord of the Rings it's just like if you flew to Japan No 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 like
0: there's there's yes. like where the gods live is not yes, it is a is that. separate section of like is a different planar of existence no Nope nope just it's just another continent, continent. Yep. yeah it's real so well, and, and goes to where the gods live, and they rebirth him as Gandalf the white. He doesn't he doesn't like go travel. his body does he does right. His spirit goes somewhere and then comes back. I believe there is a separate space of where like that happens
1: there there is a separate continent for all higher planar beings, but like, to not get too crunchy, Gandalf is a very unique being. Cool. So, so my
2: point is, is that there's okay. There's so there five of him, likely right? played, there's five wizards and then there's Sauron as like the angel level characters. So that, get rid of the, um, the
0: two, get rid of the two blue wizards, and there's the and get, rid wizards, Radagast, get
2: rid of, get him. rid of Ra- Radagast. He doesn't matter. Okay. You have Sauron, Gandalf, Sauron. If those are the three
0: brainswalkers, I think that works.
2: An argument could be, be made for <laughs> any. Yes, uh, yeah, those. Those are the characters that I, I'm predicting would be planeswalkers as well.
1: Yeah. But, also before the comments get after you, it's 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 Lolf.
2: It's like a weird name. Don't get at him. He's doing it's a very no, no, no. weird name. No, no. He, he got it mixed you. up with He got it mixed up with Lotleth, which is I think a region in Ravnica.
0: Yeah. Come at no, I want you to yell at me in the comments. Yeah, so I
1: think both Magic and Hearthstone have some kind of commercial Where it's like real life, I think Magic in the 90s had a commercial of like, there's a goblin in an arena and somebody else adds another creature and they fight. And they're like, oh, that's what Magic is about. And I think Hearthstone has the same thing with some knight guy. And I think it could be a possible disconnect for me. For me, it's kind of funny, but I could see Carson definitely us playing commander and he has this army of the last alliance of men and elves and I'm like, I have one huge Russian who's going to spinning pile driver your Sauron and send him straight to the graveyard. Like, that's oh, hilarious to me.
0: I love that. And, and so, by the way, my complaint about the, Lord, the the Dungeons and Dragons characters showing up in Magic is more of a point of like, I like all of this. I would like them to continue doing it. But if I were to pick of the things that they've done so far, the thing that seems the most, like out of the spectrum of what happens in the magic universes, those planeswalkers are those to me. Like all the reskin cards are reskin. So like those aren't real. And then even the like, like I could imagine a plane that is just Street Fighter. I mean, obviously the fact that they're like in America and Russia is a little weird, but nothing that happens in that game is not something that I like that couldn't exist. It's people punching each other. (laughs) If they they just renamed the
2: places, it would be a magic plane.
0: Yeah, uh, like we have cars now, so even that minigame is possible. <laughs> oh, and Stranger Things, yes, to be honest, is not that out of like. I know I realize why they put it in Innistrad. Like, it's not that different than everything that's happened on Innistrad is what happens on Stranger Things, other than it's in the '80s, high in, in the '80s. Um, so, eh. yeah, pretty much. But and and those existing as creatures don't break the game of magic. Magic exists in a bunch of different universes. Some of those universes could be the show Stranger Things, but. The one thing that is been constant is planeswalkers, which the D sets break. That that's I guess my main right. my main point there. So we uh, gotta have plans. the wizards be planeswalkers.
1: The Rohirrim need horsemanship, and you know,
2: Ooh, wizards, uh, cowards. <laughs> I would bring, bring back horsemanship.
0: horsemanship. is in this game. I, I think you could do it. I think at Lord of the Rings set could have horsemanship in it.
2: At least two points where a single cavalry charge basically wins a cataclysmic battle. There's only two relevant
0: flying creature types in the entire set. The Nazgul and and the Eagles. And the Eagles?
2: Uh, And what else uh, flies? Dragons. There's
0: definitely dragons dragons in there. There's one. Yeah, there is smog. So three things. Three flyers in the entire game, which you can still have, but then if everything has horsemanship, the mechanical need for flying is being... Accomplished without having to like invent, and you, you're right?
2: just swapping the uh, the the roles that horsemanship and flying play in the game. Right,
0: well, flying just becomes unblockable unless you have dragons and right. or flying. Eagles. Flying becomes
2: <laughs> flying becomes almost unblockable, and horsemanship becomes flying yeah, for limited. Right, right, right.
1: If we don't get a reskin siege rhino as an oliphant in Lord of the Rings, I will be upset.
0: That's my one call out. See Dorino. Well, I guess that's the question. Do you how much of the Lord of the Rings Center do you think is going to be reskins versus new cards? I think it's going to be more think, comparable to Modern Horizons 2, where most of the cards are new versus
2: I agree with that. Yeah. I think a lot of the I could see a lot of the uh lower rarity stuff being closer to like 60-40, 70-30, but I think almost all I think it's gonna be like Dominaria where there's a legendary theme. Because so because okay. so much of what happens in Lord of the Rings is focused around all the characters, and there's so many named characters and places and objects. Also, it's better. also a good
0: saga. Yep. Set right, like I, again, I, I like Dominaria as an oh. example, because like because like the saga of smog and the saga of, the of forging Moria, of the One Ring. The, yeah, the forging of the one. Yeah, exactly. There's so many, yep. so many things you can do there. Yeah, um, I, I think
2: it's going to I think it's going to feel a lot like Dominaria where there are infinite legendary creatures and other legendary things. And there's a legendary theme. Um, obviously, it's going to be Modern Horizons style legality. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what that looks like. Um, but In, yeah, I, I think I think most of the higher almost all of the higher rarity stuff is going to be uh new cards. And I don't know about the low, lower rarity stuff. And and that like
0: yeah, there, it, it, we're in a weird moment where we have like old cards or like regular cards that are reskinned to fit Lightning Bolt in the most in Baldur's Gate. You have n- cards that are not in that universe, but will eventually have that universe reprinting. And Lord of the Rings is going to be really interesting because so far it's only been Dungeons and Dragons, and Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards, so this is not an issue. But the moment that these cards become an IP from outside the company, but in a set that's large enough that you are going to have hundreds of draft commons that, like in thirty years, could ever be reprinted. How do you? And some of it could just be names, right? That's the one other saving grace is it could just be like crossing the river, and the artwork shows them having you know running away from the Nazgul That could be reprinted right. in Magic, no problem. Yeah. It just is now all
1: you come to a river,
0: I think, is a and card. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's why I knew that.
2: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, I I think a lot of the lower rarity stuff is going to be generic enough that they can reprint it. And like halflings, at some point they're they're going to reuse halflings. Well, like, that's uh, that's the biggest thing. Are there
0: going to be hobbits in this set? I don't think you can. Uh, I, call them halflings. They're going to be called hobbits.
2: <laughs> I I think they'll be called hobbits in the card. Oh yeah, that that's true. Um, oh, there's no know. way Wizards I, is
0: allowed to print a card that says. Oh, they're not allowed to print a card that is going to be in a set like this, where it is a unique creature to that card. Like if they did a reskin, maybe they could do it, but in this, where it says Halfling instead of Hobbit on a card, I don't, or 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 any other thing other than a Hobbit.
2: The Hobbits are the biggest tricky thing because that is pretty unique to Lord of the Rings. Uh, I could see them doing, I don't know. I don't, I don't. know how they're going to handle hobbits. They, they probably call Nazgul
0: horrors, right? They can. Everyone else yeah. is a wizard or uh, horrors
2: uh, or wraiths. or yeah. There, yeah there's there's yeah, a few yeah. ways to do Nazgul. Everything yeah. else is generic. Elves, dwarves, humans,
1: wizards. Yeah, yeah. No everything chance. No chance they're going to reuse Kithkin
0: like uh, just putting that no. out there. There's Ant's uh, uh, The other tree one. Folk. Tree folk. Yeah, yeah. Tree folk. That's weird. Though. If folk. I got an ent and it said tree folk on it, I'd be a little disappointed. Really, I think so. And If they're doing I mean, it, if they're not, I, I would understand it, I guess. But it would be a well, little like I need more reasonably
1: costed cards for my Doran deck because Lorbin only printed one box of like
2: whatever stuff they got. Okay, <laughs> uh, Kes, w- what is the difference between an Ent and a Treefolk? Branding. That's it, Fair.
0: right? Like, I mean, tree folk are literally just wizards' version of ants that they could use the name of. Yeah, and I, I mean,
2: tree are just the Tolkien version of tree folk. <laughs> There's also no difference between
0: half... I, there are differences between halflings and hobbits, but they're all very specifically made to, to differentiate on, like... And it's stuff halflings like, and hobbits, yeah. Halflings aren't from the Shire, and halflings aren't necessarily, like, non-violent, only like to eat food and don't like going on adventure. Notably... People.
2: In the Lord of the Rings, there are a lot of other creatures similar to hobbits. Like, canonically, Smeagol was originally, quote unquote, not a hobbit. Functionally, yeah, yeah, a hobbit, he's like, he's like right?
0: a water hobbit, which is a. Yeah, some kind yeah, of yeah.
2: river. Yeah. Yeah, he something a water weird.
1: specialty hobbit. Legally,
2: <laughs> legally different from a hobbit. So. I don't, so, I don't think uh, it was legally. I think it was. He existed. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, like nominally, he's different Rural. from a hobbit, I but mean, he's like, not real. There's really... no way they do
0: a Lord of the Rings set without Golem Schmiegel. Is he a hobbit? If the hobbit creature type is in the no. game, or is he like
2: um, he's, a
0: rogue. he's a rogue with skulk. He has, has have skulk. You have to have it. You have to have like a. There are very few non token creatures with just job as a title.
2: I think. I think however they do Hobbit, he's going to be that plus horror. Maybe plus horror. I was thinking the same thing. Uh I wouldn't be mad if they stapled Rogue on there. But I also wouldn't it could, be mad it if be, they didn't. It could be Hobbit Wraith. Uh I don't think so. Okay. Because Wraith implies ha, Wraith has like ghost well, but qualities. All, all right? of the
0: Wraiths in Lord of the Rings are long-term ring holders. Yes. Like the definition in but, Lord of the Rings, a wraith is a ring bearer of a long period of time. The humans still, are doing still doing it a time. They still hold the
2: ring, importantly. Critically, the ring rays still have rings and they occupy another plane of existence simultaneously. Yes. Which is yeah, how. That is true. So. Uh, so but yeah, they, they could do something like Hobbit horror or something yeah. like that for okay. Gollum. So let me let me just try to clarify some stuff
1: from earlier just to like get a better idea I guess. So Carson, yeah. you're like I'm I'm cool with new sets as long as they like reach I have a ceiling of like what's believable as far as that
2: goes. And in, then in this in the fantasy magic setting that I'm accustomed to there's been some breaches into more futuristic or recently familiar historical settings that make me uncomfortable
1: so you've got like a hobbit sized ceiling on what's acceptable for stuff i would say maybe i fit in between like D &D and tabletop rpgs that that ceiling's a little bit higher and then is is cast like willy wonka just do whatever we want this is crazy town i love it give me more is that like a
0: pretty Uh, I think I, I think don't. also like Fortnite has helped move the overturn window of what's acceptable in a matter of <laughs> much farther toward my, my level. So <laughs> d- do you want uh, both from? Fort- in, I think that internally has happened at Wizards as well. They're like, well, if we can do Fortnite, I guess we can put Tommy yeah. guns in our sets.
1: <laughs>
2: Let's drop into Tomato Town, guys! Watch out for Spider Man and Darth Vader. You know, <laughs> Kess doesn't want Smash Bros. He wants Fortnite, the card game.
0: It's it's like – and I'm now going to talk shit about NFTs for a second. This is why I think the concept of why people think NFTs are marvelous is, like, so bonkers to me because, like, games have been doing this forever. (laughs) Fortnite has, like – Copyrighted to- characters for other games that you get to now incorporate into it. Magic the Gathering has been doing this basically since the beginning of the trade. They invented this. They invented the NFT, but in card form. Like it's so dumb to me <laughs> that like people think like, oh, it's going to be cool that I can like take my Spider-Man character and move it into this game and then put it into this game and just like all of these corporations are doing that already. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Smash Brothers. <laughs> it's maybe bad. <laughs> But uh, I also get to, like, maybe one day get an X-Wing and a Magic card and shoot Gandalf with it. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, slap this cranial
1: plating on Gandalf and go to town, you know? Like... Ooh. Uh,
2: relating to X-Wing on a Magic card, um, we, we saw a custom Star Wars set that included this phrase, and we saw a silver border card include the phrase. I think a silver border card included this phrase. Destroy target player. Thoughts? Uh, uh, I,
0: I love it. it. just doesn't work in the rules, right? Just target player loses the game is is more... Like, uh, 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 Door to Nothingness was originally concepted to be target player loses the game, and then they had right, to... It-
2: it literally says target player loses the game on it. That's what I'm no, sorry. Sorry,
0: it. It, it, it originally said uh, uh, destroy target player. Like Maro, when he concepted the card, it just said destroy target player. And the guy was like, This is not how the rules work, but you can't just have it say target player loses the
2: game. <laughs> we can make this work, but not with these words,
0: yeah. And, what's, and, what's and I the think un-part? they thought about it, I think they like uh, tried making uh, it happen.
1: It's a, it's that like doom counter, what's that guy's name, yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's like the countdown doom counter,
2: Baron von Count. Uh, let's see. When the doom counter, wait, hang on. Doo-doo. Yeah, destroy target, destroy target player. player.
0: And with doom counter on five, whenever you cast a spell with the indicated numeral in its mana cost text box, power or toughness, move the doom counter one numeral to the left. When the doom counter moves from one, destroy target player and put that doom counter on five. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that card exists because Mark Rosar tried making door to nothingness into this, and he failed, and this is now where it is,
1: like I like the idea of destroy target player that just gives me the good brain chemicals, just like there's a sorcery spell with trample i I think that's cool,
0: I agree i. I like the word destroy target player, but I also recognize that there's just words in the game that exist already that do the exact same thing and don't involve having to So
2: Those are game word. words that have specific meanings that don't mean that thing.
0: Right. And like, and it it makes like destroy target permanent is a player a permanent is a player a planeswalker. Cause a player is a planeswalker. If a card says destroy target planeswalker. So it it, it makes it weirder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't my uh, angel, my avison, protect me from being destroyed? You know. Yes. Yeah. If all things are indestructible, uh, or all thing, you know, everything has protection from whatever. Uh, the one thing I will say, okay, so the last thing I want to talk about before we're done uh, is um, the most recent leak of content. So basically, and this is how Kamigal was was originally leaked, is they they send a like confidential poll that people get to get randomly selected to do a poll, you know, take, take that poll on and there's images and they often get your feedback on it. That's where the Carson mentioned in early version of that, that had the word cyborg and how people felt about it. I think that was the one that had also different artwork for Kamigawa characters. That was like, how do you feel about hacker characters? Um, That was actually one that they didn't know that I like (laughs) had a friend who worked at wizards and they didn't know that had been leaked and I was like, oh, right, so, like...
2: Well, the one that I was Kamigawa, talking about, right, What specifically, like, released to, to consumers for us to take. Like, how do we as Magic players feel about cyborgs and spaceships yeah. and sci-fi concepts? That yeah, was the yeah, one that yeah. I was talking about.
0: And, I, and I even had, it had images of, like, a planeswalker that definitively looked like they're from Kamigawa, and they were... Um, Techie, they're, like, they're, they're like a hacker, right? It was like a hacker. Yeah. Pl- and they're, how would you feel about like a hacker planeswalker? And uh, I asked that friend and 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 they are like, they didn't react well. They're like, how not like mad at me, but they like had no poker face. They're like, wait, how do you know that that exists? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Which was a fun, a fun got him. But uh, uh, the, the most recent set, most recent poll like this released multiple cool cards that were all Wild West themed. Um, there was a like a almost an ace like a poker card that was a magic card variant frame uh and some other things and and am assuming Rick and Marshall will throw something up in a second but first just semi spoilers for this section that's why I waited till the very end to bring it up um but this seems like an even do you, Carson does this vibe feel like a farther reach or a less farther reach than Kamigawa and Yokopena
2: uh, I would say this is not as far of a reach at certainly less far than new Capenna, And I think less far than Kamigawa with the Gundams as well. There is there um, a
0: little bit more fantasy to the, to the genre of the West. Cause yeah, that before like the, electricity really the Really yeah.
2: the only part that is really weird would be weird for me is the firearm archetype, the gunslinger archetype. If they can find a way to get around that in a magicy way, then well, slam slantunk,
0: shoot fireballs from your hands, right? I mean that that one right. that's easier than. I mean, they showed characters with guns, I think, in these in these in these leaked poll things, but I hmm. do think that there is an easy opportunity
2: for. It, it's doable but will they do it is kind of what i'm worried sure. About. Well, sure, sure, sure
1: so i don't i don't know anything about these surveys but if you're talking about guns and the wild west and magic uh again tabletop rpgs i don't know if you played deadlands that's straight up deadlands right, there's right, it's right. like post apocalyptic wild west demons in your blood casting spells that
0: sounds kind of rad to me and i'm here for it Oh, I'm, I'm super it. down, and yeah, like there's like really cool devil demon stuff in the middle of a desert, and like I, I tweeted last year that I really wanted also like a New Orleans uh, gambling casino masquerade Wild West like ca- like set, and I would love to get some of that vibe and like get like swamps and like the bayou and like alligator folk. Like fighting against cow folk, (laughs) maybe in the West. That might be too far. (laughs) I think that still
1: falls under like the purview of sci-fi, because it's like still an adventure kind of thing. There's some weird like magic and some stuff going on. There's something exploring going on. It feels very like sci-fi fantasy, and under that broad umbrella, I'm down to see what it is. But yeah, that that straight up sounds like Deadlands to me. So
2: And there there was a Borderlands three DLC that was just Wild West, straight up Wild West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: think I think it's pretty easy to extend it into that without too much effort. It's, I think you'll have yeah. more of an issue of like balancing the manifest destiny problematicness parts of the Wild West than you'll have which they did an okay job with New Capena. Like there there are other issues there as well. Uh and they did a what felt like a very significantly better job than they have in the past with new neon Kamigawa. So I like, and this has been a thing that has been brought up and this has been a concern that has been brought up when it has been brought up pretty publicly. So I think there is a level of awareness from wizards to be aware.
2: There's certainly a reasonable expectation that they're, that they're aware of and addressing the problem internally in ways that, they've done to varying degrees of su- success in the past. Right. Right. Right.
0: But I do, I do think that like that era of like Louisiana purchase onward wild west vibes seems cool and I'm excited for it. Uh, and I'd love yeah. to hear people's thoughts below. Um, that is it for today's episode. Unless Joel Carson, you have something else you want to say in the meantime? I, th- I think the Louisiana thing, maybe it's just
1: because we all play a lot of a lot, maybe too much League of legends. You can have a Louisiana vibe and still have some weird, like, swamp monster creature and still have it be, like, magic. And there's definitely, like, your own type of southern magic, and
2: I think that's kind of neat. Any amount of League of Legends is too much League of Legends. Wow, wow, wow.
0: (laughs) Carson, <laughs> how do you feel about the League of Legends secret layer from last <laughs> year? <League of Legends? laughs>
2: Thanks to the internet, I'm deep in denial about that. <laughs> uh, All right, one other—I I, I actually have one more comment about the Wild West. Uh, I think it's really cool how much folklore there is about that time period, considering that archetype only existed for like 15 years in real life. It was hilariously short
0: compared sure. to the
2: amount of stories and folklore that have that s- surround that archetype.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. That, that's kind of why I was saying even extended into other 1800s Americana stuff or early 1800s I, Americana stuff without getting into the late 1800s stuff. Cause that's the stuff you don't want to touch.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the, yeah. Um, there's enough content for them to make, uh, multiple sets around just Wild West archetypes, yeah. And I, I, I think I think they should just stick to one aesthetic for a set for the sake of continuity and clarity. Um well, know, maybe they, cards. They, they, they could <laughs> do it. I, I don't know. They could do it like cons where there's there's yeah. Never mind. I take I retract that. It's doable. Yeah, it, um, yeah. Because I, I guess I,
0: I think one complaint that I feel like you have with Nuka Penna is almost they didn't do that, right? They suck too close to the source material, and it didn't feel like they created anything really that new in that world that they could have, or smushed it with another idea that would have been interesting.
2: Maybe. That could be part of it. But also, in in Nuka Penna, like, if you look at all the cards together, aesthetically, there's like if you pick a random card most of them there could be like any of the any of three families that it could be a part of sure i think like if, that's if you pick that's a, if you pick a black card there it could be any of the three black xy yeah families.
0: i think i think that that's a little bit of the flaw of like the shard system when
2: the factions when are you so have, similar when you have five five factions in in one setting with one Mostly cohesive aesthetic.
0: Yeah. Well, plus they like start with like all five are crime families and therefore they're all criminal, which is like a little weird. I think that was maybe my one complaint about New Capenna. Yeah, like, that, why that's are the also weird. criminals? It's like, why?
2: why are, why is the entire power structure of this city, why are they all criminals? If they're the only, they, the they would
0: just be the.
2: That's right. Normal. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. How are how are they criminals if they're the ones making the rules?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I agree with was like a little bit of a disconnect, and I get what they're kind of going for with how the angels did rule it, but I think that there there was a better way to have gone about how to establish that, where like one or two factions being criminals makes sense, right? If like if if the the. And it all being corrupt makes sense, but it was like, it started, they're all the crime families information. It's like, in,
2: it's like how in Gotham, you you have to have your Commissioner Gordon character and your Batman character for the criminals to be criminals, Yeah, for right, that to be exactly, a relevant right. descriptor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're, they could have very easily done, like, the Cabaretti are great party goers in the upper class, but secretly... They're doing some shady stuff. And and the 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 maestros are the actual criminals that you'd expect. They own the lounges, and they're doing criminal things. The Riveters are really, you know, the workers of the the city, and they're actually bounding together to do X, Y, Z. You know, there's ways you could have hit all this. Yeah, I agree with that, <clears throat> that they, those could have been established to be less samey, for sure. Yep. Um, all right. That, that yeah. is it. We have, we're now at an hour and 40 minutes of recording. So a big, big thank you to Joel and Carson for uh, letting me kidnap them for this episode. Uh, thank you all. And just thank you to our patrons. Uh, if you want to be a patron as well, you get a lot of cool perks uh, you'll soon be able to get access to. We're going to have a uh, limited edition all sleeve exclusive to our patrons. Uh, that'll, that'll be officially uh, posted on Monday and I'll create a tier hopefully by then. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, if that doesn't happen this week, it might happen the following week. We'll let you know. Uh, also, uh, we'll be doing... Um, uh, every episode, there's a 15 to 20 minute early uh, exclusive content to the patron. It's uh, a bunch of cool, not magic related content. We talked 20 minutes about I don't remember, it so long ago. What did Good we talk see about? You. The MCU in MCU. general. It's often about the MCU. Uh, this one was a little bit more critical uh, and uh, and more. And so it's definitely worth checking out. Once again, thank you to Channel Fireball. Make sure if you're going to Channel Fireball to buy cards, use the code Uncast. It's a great place to buy cards. They have great prices and really easy to find the cards you need. Uh, and uh, please check out the um, Ultra Pro as well for, for sponsoring this, this podcast. Thank you. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our patrons. And thank you to uh, our editors who... Hopefully, we'll be able to turn this into a a, a, a a great episode for everyone to have enjoyed. And please comment below with uh, what you think about all of these things. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And um, we'll talk to you all next. Or oh, wait, really briefly, Carson, Joel, where can people find you on the internet beyond the Twitters that you see below your name?
2: You can find me at the Twitter that you see below my name. Or you can find me moderating your favorite content creator, Discord Spaces, Art Rules Committee, Olivia Gobra Hicks, uh, Tulane Community College. Uh, yep
1: uh yeah i've got the twitter uh i have the semblance of a youtube channel where i do tabletop rpg stuff uh but i'm usually guesting on a lot of people's streams to play
0: magic poorly (laughs) sometimes well would you say masterfully in a modern fashion
1: look the only modern deck i really liked was niv magus and
0: that lived for like a day (laughs) wow wow uh all right thank you everyone thank you listeners thank you chris and joel we'll talk to everyone next week
2: this has been a production of time traveler media
1: sending podcasts into
2: the future.